0: If you guys haven't heard of Gold Boys Wholesale and Distribution yet, you're in for a treat. Gold Boy's Wholesale and Distribution is all about innovative, top-quality products, from their own clothing line to brands such as Cookies and Supreme. They have delicious CBD drinks, lip balms, bath scrubs, vape pens, gummies, you name it. They also carry their own Denver-made line of CBD products, as well as Quantum Muscle Rub, Rehab X, and many more. Or check them out online today, and they have something you have to see for yourself. They've got products shipped straight to your door inside of the smoker boutique it's amazing it was designed to inspire motivate enlighten people and it does just that we're talking huge, mur- huge murals of nelson mandela oprah martin luther king jr so many more with quotes and inspirational sayings across the walls it's truly one of a kind and you've got to check it out for yourself if you can't make it out to their shop remember to browse their products online goldboys303.com that's goldboys303.com. If you're buying in bulk, call for your discount at 720-372-9843. They'll take care of you. Gold Boys, where everything is gold.
1: everybody and welcome to the DNVR Nuggets podcast. I'm your host Adam Mades from DNVR where you can subscribe for just $5 a month. Get access to all of our premium content. I'm joined today in the bowels of Pepsi Center after the Nuggets just defeated the Portland Trailblazers in what I would call blowout fashion. And I'm joined by my two colleagues to my left Harrison Wind. Definite blowout
0: fashion. We're also definitely presented by Davidson's Beer, Wine and Spirits. <laughs> Are you doing this on
1: purpose, or is it just a bit right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, it's a bit. It's a, uh, it's a bit, and that's all it is. Uh, I'm also joined by Brendan Vogt.
2: Hey guys, how's it going? I thought MPJ looked pretty good out there tonight. It was nice to see him.
1: He, well, we're going to talk about that because he was definitely interesting. I, I'm going to start in a weird place here. I'm looking, I'm scrolling the timeline. This, you, you guys do not know this where I'm going. Gotta ask Von Miller. He just swapped jerseys tonight. After swapping jerseys with Kyle Kuzma at the last home game, just mm-hmm. swapped jerseys with Damian Lillard. Fair or foul. How do we feel about this? It's foul, and we got to drop Von Miller
2: on our rankings whenever it's done. Oh, that's a great point.
0: Okay, this is foul, but he did swap jerseys with Jokic last year in the playoffs. Well, as he should <laughs> that mean anything because he's in this town and yeah, he, he plays sp- for the
2: Denver Broncos.
0: Yeah, so, he's-, he's already got Jokic's jersey. Just wants to expand his collection a little bit.
2: He's probably got everybody's jersey on the Nuggets roster to to swap jerseys with a Laker after the Lakers beat you. Oh, after
1: they beat you too. At least tonight, Denver like you know really put him down. But let me put it this way: if Jokic was on the sideline for a Bronco game and immediately after the Patriots just blow like beating Denver, he's like Tom Brady jersey swap. How do you think Bronco Country would have handled that? This, oh, God. The same He'll, way those. Getting a Tom Brady jersey. The
2: same way those Brazilian soccer fans handled the ref giving a red card to that guy six years ago. Do you remember Did that he story? murder? Him? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, they rioted the field and he was drawn and quartered and his head oh, was left on oh. a spike. That's a wow. real story. Google that. Was, that. Well,
1: that was, you get, got real here. Yeah. Um, I'm going to call it foul, and this is totally a get off my lawn. I'm sure everybody south of the age like 25 is like, you're so annoying, Adam. And everybody like over 45 is. No, no.
2: Hold your ground. If you're a Denver homer, it's lame. It's a foul. I think that's fair.
1: Yeah, I think it's foul too, but.
0: I'm I'm trying to play devil's advocate here. Always
2: the pragmatic one, (laughs) Harrison. Pragmatic. He's probably got everything. I'm feeling loose right now, guys. I'm ready to fire from the hip.
1: For reasons we can't explain, (laughs) vote is on cloud nine. Um, Well, maybe you're on cloud nine because the Nuggets beat the Trailblazers, and um, I guess I'll just start with you, Wind. First takeaway from this game. Denver won every single quarter, I should say, and won 114-99. Yeah,
0: this was a blowout, 114 points. The Nuggets were at like 100 points with seven or eight minutes left in the fourth. When was the last time that happened? The threes were falling, 18-36 from three. The bench won this game. The bench is what got Denver the separation. The Nuggets bench ended up outscoring the Trailblazers bench 46-9. Anthony Say Simons had 46-9? 46-9. Yeah, nine. Nine. Anthony Simons had all nine of those for Portland. So that was the difference, I think. The three-point shooting and the Nuggets bench, led by Jeremy Grant, who got our game ball tonight, was
1: dominant for the first time in a while. So no Rodney Hood tonight's noteworthy because part of this is, yes, the bench was phenomenal. They did dominate. I don't want to take it away. Mario Hazonia does not score. Gary Trent Jr. does not score. Bizier doesn't score. Not that surprising, actually. This Trailblazers bench is not thin. Best. This is what it should have looked like, right, though,
2: what we envisioned looked like. When Denver was playing a team that did not have a good second unit, these guys should roll.
1: Yeah. But when, yeah. We,
2: we should talk about why beyond just Grant hitting the yeah. threes. As Malone said after the game, he tried to keep at least one starter out there at all times, so those sub patterns were a little different.
1: So, oh, not a little different. They were they were very different. Um, to me, that was the story of the game. Yeah. There's a lot of things that happened in this one that are noteworthy, but for me, I want to start with, it's a new rotation, and the rotation is the number one thing we complain about as analysts. Wouldn't you say? Like, Or complain about is the wrong word. It's criticize. It's the number yeah. one thing we because it's easy to
0: criticize. It's very
1: easy, and especially after a loss, you say, well, if he would have played another guy, maybe they wouldn't have lost, and that's just, like, the most reductive thing. But the truth is... The Nuggets have been playing their starting five and their bench five more than any other team in the NBA mm. by quite a wide margin. And the bench has been terrible. Starting to trickle them in, and not just that, but the way. There's a lot of Jeremy Grant Jokic mm, minutes tonight. Yeah. There was a lot of Monte Morris with, with Jokic tonight. There just was different looks, and I think it, it really, really helped out. I think it was probably
0: something that needed to happen. There's me again, going and criticizing the rotation. <laughs> um but but yeah, and, and I, I almost don't blame Denver for, for sticking with like a four-man bench unit or a five-man bench unit for as long as they did because it worked so well last year. And there's just so much talent on this bench that a, a little part of me and I'm sure a little part of the Nuggets felt like, all right, eventually it's just going to click. Uh, eventually those four or five guys are going to click together. But I, I felt like it was a good change and it, it led to good results tonight and just so much more balance, I thought.
2: How about Monte Morris trending up too in a big way? And that, I mean, needless to say, is obviously paramount to the bench succeeding. Mm-hmm. He was in complete control tonight. Um, and, and again, probably a beneficiary of those of those changed sub patterns. And I mean, everything looks better when the shots are falling, for sure.
1: I think that's a big part that of it.
2: that changes everything. Jeremy point. Green was
0: five and six from three. He's now at forty percent on the year, so you know, I mean, we,
2: that changes a lot. We've talked so much about not wanting him to be relegated to his spot up shooter. <laughs> Although if he's wide open yeah. every time, yeah. maybe
1: maybe well, he should maybe. keep shooting he, it. Well, he was in the corners a lot tonight, and yep, I don't know. That's a good I, I don't know if that was you know if that has a whole lot to do with it. But he was. He was in that corner spot <laughs> and he knocked down a bunch of them. Um, Monte Morris to me is, is one of the big keys of the bench I think one of the big keys was Our colleague Ryan Blackburn has written about this a lot But the Grant, Jeremy Grant, Mason Plumlee front court is a tough one um, Especially if Jeremy Grant's not knocking down shots You're basically without two floor spacers Tonight, it's, but Monte Morris I think is another one of those keys to that bench And he was one of the best backup point guards in the league last year he hasn't been that this year, but I think if you really look at the last four or five games, I think he is starting to come alive. Strong agree. Definitely. And
0: I think, in a way, Monte is kind of the uh, the keys to the car. The car is the bench unit. He's kind of the, the thing that makes the bench unit go. Yeah. And uh, when he's playing like this, that's going to be really good for the bench unit. I mean... How many assists did he have on Jeremy Garner threes tonight?
2: Yeah, I, a lot. I am yep. going to call you out for that analogy, though. You could have gone with engine, the <laughs> guy driving lot the lot car. You picks. called him the keys. I do. He, a, <laughs> the keys to he the could car. be the key, singular. <laughs> he turns, like it, it, on it. <laughs> he turns it on and off. Sees the multiple
1: keys. What a great metaphor. turns it on and off. No, I don't want to call Monte Morris back. I think we got to see a little bit more out of him. But seven assists tonight, and I just thought – he was such a big part of this game. He was so in control. And that's what, when you think of Monte Morris, you think of in control. He was in control. And then defensively, I thought he had some really big moments as well. Big time. Big
0: time. Yeah, it took Anthony Simons to school like he did earlier this year, too. We're
1: going to talk about, I think we should just go through the list and talk about all these players. But the next one in, in order that I want to talk about tonight, I thought Torrey Craig's 14 minutes and 18 mm-hmm. seconds tonight were A+. He only played 14 minutes tonight. He was a plus 15. Mm. Defense was incredible. Mm-hmm. I've said this a lot. I think he's a guy that guards smaller players better than he does bigger players, and he guards quick guards. He just bottles them up. Yeah. He's got the length, and he's super quick. I thought he did an. I thought he was phenomenal tonight.
0: There was that one possession where Tory played unbelievable defense for like 20 seconds, guarded Lillard full court, and then Lillard hit the most ridiculous shot of the night. The, like this, a this one might footer. make the
1: list, though, because that one is actually a classic Tory. Yeah, I was mind. waiting for that. Uh, yeah. It's also a
0: classic <laughs> now, also I just so did
1: the list for the last game. I have to get my Synergy account back. I'm locked out. That's how I, I'm able to make clips Ooh. and stuff. So, yeah, I'm kind of up wow. a freak right now. Must be
2: so hard to be a basketball writer without Synergy.
1: <laughs> it is, well, <laughs> it is hard when. You know, that's my how. That's how I get my clips. I'm sure there's like, come on, aren't you a millennial? You know how to find like a replay of the game on the yeah. dark web or something. I'm just
2: bitter that I don't have synergy. That's the joke. <laughs>
1: this no, was a this was a Tory Craig game though, right? Well, I want to talk about the Tory Craig play because it does. I guess I shouldn't complain about him. He was too. No, clear. talk about it. talk. Please
0: talk no, about it. No, he does
1: this thing sometimes where he'll bottle a guy up. The ball will go to the back court and then he'll like run and dive for it or just like extend himself out and then get blown by. And he did that on that one play, but it's almost not worth mentioning because he was so good tonight.
2: And- no, go, ahead. go go ahead. Go ahead. Captain Obvious checking in here, but just a massive credit to a guy for his ability to come in cold off the bench, to never complain about going in and out of the rotation. Um, offensively, yes, he's limited, and it's tough for him to get a rhythm like anyone else when he doesn't know he's going to play. But for him to be willing and able to come in and play D like that, cold off the bench...
1: That stud stuff. Shot the ball with confidence, too. I mean, he's only one of two from the three-point line, but he didn't – you know, sometimes you can tell he doesn't want to shoot. He he looked like he was just ready. Like, he was shot ready. Let it, let it go. Yeah. If it goes, it yeah. goes.
0: But, no, what I was saying, well, this was a Tory Craig game. Like, I came into tonight thinking, all right, we're probably going to get Tory Craig tonight. He's defended lower really well right. before.
1: yeah.
0: And, um, you know, like the Rockets was a Tory Craig game, this was a one as well. And, um, I mean, if the Nuggets and Trailblazers match up in the playoffs again – Tory Craig's playing 25 30 minutes a night.
1: I think Tory Craig might be a playoff player. Yes. I think one reason to leave him sort of in the rotation is that he he is very useful in a very important role that, specifically in the playoffs. Point when the guards, game
0: slows down when it's more of just like, you know, a defensive game.
2: And and maybe He's he, got to make shots. But. Harrison, I think it was you who was early on the possibility of this being a, a bullpen type deal, like a bu- by game situation type deal with with Craig. And he's a guy you just can do that with, right? Yeah. He's not a guy
1: you need. You need him.
2: No. I misread your sign language. Yeah,
1: both of you did. I was going to say we can go to break. No, no, no. it's
2: a great segue. Let's (laughs) go to break. Yeah. yeah. Like viciously pointing at across the
1: roof. Viciously. I thought
2: you were like let Harrison talk. I was like, all right, yeah. Oh no, I like Harrison. Get your
1: attention, like, hey, man, like, see this hand. All right, you know what? We botched it. (laughs) Um, what are we God. talking about on Such today's show?
0: Blood. Definitely Breck. <laughs> Definitely a Breck Brewery. We're talking about Breck Brewery. Get through it. Let's hear it. we're also talking about Davidson's Beer, Wine, and Spirits. They're because the presenting sponsor of the show. <laughs> they are. Breckenridge Brewery is Davidson's Beer, Wine, and Spirits Brewery of the Month. Oh, wow. what does that mean? What do we get? Download their app and you can enjoy a six-pack for only seven ninety nine oh, all wow. month long. Wow. You guys know Breck Brewery is the official beer of BSN Denver. Try all their great ones. Vanilla did did, did you just say
2: BSN Denver? Oh, my God. G- get out of
1: here. What? Get out of here. I haven't said that in literally Ooh. three months. Oh,
0: my God. Here's Ed, some sick of that us. I think you might actually beer, that What is
1: the beer of today?
0: Well, that's the thing. There's actually not a beer of today. We're just I'm talking about – I'm
1: going to nominate a beer of the day. Vanilla Porter Jr. Vanilla Porter Jr. gets the beer of the
0: day. But check out all of the the great brews from Breckenridge Brewing. And uh,
1: thankful that they support us here at DNVR. I think Vanilla Porter Jr. has some really good attributes. Yeah. Crisp. Some bad ones maybe every (laughs) now and then. But, you know, it'll grow on you. The uh, before
0: it? we get to uh, some more Vanilla Porter Jr. talk. You guys As don't you... like my metaphors. <laughs> I like that one. As you guys may or may not know, taking care of your teeth is pretty important. Our friends at Green Mountain Dental Group are giving away a free Sonicare toothbrush. When you schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam, that's right. You simply have to take care of your teeth for Green Mountain Dental Group to hand over a free Sonicare. Check them out today online or call 303-988-0711 to schedule your
2: appointment today. I have a dentist-related question. When's go the last it. time either of you have been to one? You
1: want, I just went. Remember you? I told you on the phone. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So yesterday. It's a very
0: adult thing. How um, did it go? <laughs> Were you scared?
1: It's so, been like a year for me. It's been so a while. Unfortunately, I'm, I was not at Green Mountain. I was too far away, so this is not on them. But my dentist did. You didn't um, get your free sonic care. I did get my free sonic care, but my dentist, um, who I actually really like was talking nonstop about very personal things about her sister-in-law oh, the entire time. And if you're in a dentist chair, you can't talk back. Yeah. <laughs> Small talk at so, the dentist is the worst. It was, yeah, because it was like she was just talking at me and there was no way for me and to be like, like, this is a lot of Baw. information. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> this is really heavy. Um, anyway, um, no No, cavities. the people
2: like the dentist content, so. Yeah, if so you let's more let's any
1: Anything else? Um, let's, go, let's keep going through the list here. Nikola Jokic, is he back Tonight, 20 points, 11 rebounds, 6 assists. To me, this was a classic Jokic game. I'm shocked that he was only a plus 3 because it felt like he was a plus 100. 7 of 14 from the field. I just thought Jokic was in his bag tonight.
0: thought he had a great game.
1: I'm going to say, oh,
2: man. I'll say he's back. Screw it. He's not a, back. Not a single doubt in my mind. He's playing better. He's he's, back. he's listening to some of the calls for aggression. He's never going to go all the way, but he's meeting his coach in the middle. He's been better with the media. He's lifting after games. He looks like he's
1: in better shape. I want Jokic, to talk about that in a second. That was big. That's but, big. But Jokic is back, no doubt. So tonight, and this mirrored a little bit the first game of the season against Portland, in that Jokic, I thought, was it wasn't that he was passive, but he was just game-managing Jokic for three quarters. In the fourth quarter, Denver was already kind of putting away. But you could tell he was like, okay, I've set the table. Now I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. And he was just aggressive with it, really the whole second half. But to me, like, I, I'm with you, Brendan. The fact that he has been lifting after every game, and it's not just for show. Like, he's going – he played 31 minutes tonight. He went upstairs to get a lift in. And this is new.
2: He did. He told me that tonight after that. It's not – he used to lift before games sometimes – did not I, do it last year. Did yeah. not do it at the very beginning of the season either.
1: I think his body looks good. Like, I really do. He's, I, I he's made like that comment tonight. Look, know. he, to me, looks, looks thin. He looks the way
2: he looked in the playoffs to me last year, physically, just eye test.
1: He might almost even actually be a little, like, smaller. Weird. I mean, I pulled up those pictures in the group chat the other day from the playoffs, and I was like, can you tell which are which? And you, I don't think most people could.
0: Yeah, I, I think, think he's looks good. I think here's, here's my read on this, like, Jokic going to lift weights thing. He got off to a bad start at the beginning of the year and I feel like he was like, All right, like I gotta get my ass in the gear. Like uh, alright the season's going. I haven't gotten off to the start I want to. I gotta get going. The team needs me. And I think something kinda shifted and you no, know, he he's putting in the
1: work now. I also and look, we're we're projecting a lot, especially after a win, but <laughs> I do wonder I do think there is – I don't want to overstate this because it's a small thing. But I do think there is something to Jokic sort of accepting his role. He's run from – this is one of the stories of Jokic is that he's sort of run from this a lot. In the playoffs, did he show up and be the man? Yes, of course. I and mean, that's more important than anything else. But there's been a lot of the regular season where it's like, why doesn't he take over? If he's upset about this, why doesn't he say something? It seems to me that there's little signs of him maybe accepting that.
2: I think there are – enough little signs to start to, to wonder about this. Signs of maturity, signs of growth. And I yeah. don't think he's ever going to be a, a Tim Duncan in that way. But to me, I have seen a Jokic who is holding himself accountable, who is meeting his coach in the middle. And, and he's, never gonna, he's never going to, to, to change his mind about his basketball philosophy. But I think he's understanding that part of being who he is in Denver is doing some things he doesn't want to do. Why do you say he can't do the Tim Duncan thing? Because I don't think he's ever going to be clearly communicative about his needs or what he would like to see. Um, and it, just in terms of, like, being the most vocal guy.
1: Here, Here's some, Here's where I want to go with this conversation. So I see a tweet from somebody in the prominent member of the Denver media this just this last week when they lost to the Philadelphia 76ers, barely in a, on their arena where they had not lost all year. And somebody said, you know, maybe this is Jokic's ceiling. Maybe this is, like what he can be which first of all he put up 25 13 and 8 in the playoffs so let's like clearly november is not his ceiling but also you know I'm listening to the book of basketball with Bill Simmons lately and they're talking about Dirk and they have Mark Stein on who's like the Dirk the Whisperer Dirk guy. the Dirk guy and one of the big things is that Dirk as we know him now playful fun likable whatever was not the Dirk of 2006 Seven, eight, nine, like that was a process that had to happen with, one, Dirk, similar to Jokic, accepting some of the like other parts that come with basketball, but also, you know, a wall up around Dirk. Like Dirk, he was afraid to let people in and and maybe not as comfortable in his own skin or whatever and had some things in his life, some big, big life things that happened to him between the failed finals and the, the successful finals. But you look at it and you just go, man, Dirk was in the league, what, 97 he won a championship in 2011, and that was the arc of him growing. I think Jokic is the same way. Like, so often we look at him and go, "Man, year five, this is who he is." I just don't know. I think that there's a real process with with players.
2: I just don't think he's ever going to be pulling guys aside and saying, "Hey, like, hey, here's what I think we need," and maybe he doesn't have to. No, I um, think he.
1: I think I there's think a chance he, could he will be that. I, I, I think,
0: think th- with with Jokic, we know he's different from every other superstar in the league. Maybe every other superstar that's ever been in the league. We have to continue to look at him in that light, Mm -hmm. that he's just – he's different. You're right. And it's one of the best things about him. It's also a drawback at times. But he's different, and we have to always keep that in mind, I think. Pressure makes
1: diamonds. Everything Jokic has done has led to growth. Growth. To, to I will call it success, not the ultimate success, but every year they've gotten better. Mm-hmm. So there's I think a level of why do I need to change? We're moving in the right direction, and this is the first year where it wasn't linear. I mean, a little bit because they're still they're still really sure. freaking good. But this was the first year where things didn't feel right. And look, maybe we're seeing growth from them, and it, maybe that's just the natural. Maybe that's the natural progression. And let's say the growth that we feel Jokic has maybe had from the start of this year till now extrapolate that over another eight years. Like, sure. You know what I mean? Like, that's why I say I think it is possible. Um, he's very much, and, and on top of that, being a foreigner, like just having to right. adge- adjust to the culture so and everything. And parts. that was part of Dirk's story as well. Yep. So um, I just like what I've seen out of Jokic. If I were to critique his game, Two of five from the three-point line, which is 40%, but... He missed two free throws back-to-back. Oh, yeah. And actually, it was kind of a big moment, because I think it was, like, could have put Denver up eight at the end of the first or something, which really just starts to feel like a blowout at that point. Um, But his three-point shot being more consistent, if he can get that back up and just have a hot streak there, I think it will open up a lot for the Nuggets.
0: Oh, if he, if he is a, like, 36% shooter over the next two months, it's it's over.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, But even if you remember, last year he has some, like, hot streaks yeah. where he just, like, has three – like Jeremy Grant's on right now where he makes a bunch in a row. I even think that – you know, teams have scouts, and the advanced scouts watch the previous two or three games. And if Jokic is 10 of 15 or 10 of 14 over a three-game stretch, the scouts are like – he hasn't shot the ball well this year, but he's starting to. And coaches go, okay, well, we don't want to let that trend continue. So, um, And then also just in the post, I still think tonight I think he's a little quicker than he was to start the year. And I think he's starting to use that quickness. But I, th- I still think he can be a little more dominant in the post. Those two things, to me, are gonna. Uh, that's when he's going to really try to corner. I did the corner think there out. were a couple moments late
0: in uh, the game was – Pretty much out of hand, but Denver just needed a couple more buckets. And Jokic just racked up like a couple quick fouls on Whiteside. Oh, yeah. Went right at him. Don't you get the feeling that? Like, I know Whiteside was effective today. No, he wasn't. No, he was not. No, what I was going to say was I don't know if that was a good thing or a bad thing for the Blazers. Probably a bad thing. It
1: definitely is. So here's the thing. You have to look at it. They're a pick-and-roll team. CJ McCollum, 6 of 11, 15 points. Damian Lillard, 5 of 16, 13 points. Those are the guys that matter. Hassan Whiteside had 33 points tonight. Um, 15 of 21 shooting. And some of them were good shots. He had floaters. He had a three. A couple dunks. He had a, the dunks are the ones that I think are bad. But all those little floaters that he hit, right. those are those empty are calories, man. But and he had probably 20 points on floaters and
0: mid-rangers. Totally agree. Don't you feel like Whiteside's the type of guy Jokic looks at and he's like... Oh, God,
2: it's over. This guy? This guy's going to try to defend me? Yeah, and I also think defensively he looks at
1: Whiteside and he goes, all right, you keep taking those floaters, pal. Oh, 100%. That's For what sure. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Whiteside is on the bus right now going, it's not my fault. And Jokic is on, at home right now going, like, that was so easy. Yep. <laughs> like, I just, uh, He's the perfect type of guy to take advantage of. So I think Jokic is back. I think and, and that's the number one reason. Um, I think the Nuggets are, are going to be back by the end of this 10-game uh, little homestand.
0: Alright, a lot more to talk about uh a lot on more. today's show. We gotta get to Michael Porter Jr. Oh, you for think sure. we'll talk about him? Piper Electric has been serving the Denver metro area since 1983 through a commitment to customer service and team performance. Piper Electric is the hometown electrical contractor you can trust. If you call 303-646-6765, they will give you the DNVR hookup and save you 20% off your next service call. No job is too big or too small for Piper Electric. They work with the top professionalism and integrity in the biz. Whether it's residential, commercial, or industrial work, don't forget you have to call 303 646 666765 303 6765 to receive 20% off your next service call.
1: I want to close with Michael Porter Jr., but before we get there, another guy that I think had a – I don't want to say he's back, but a guy that I think has looked better over the last few, Gary Harris. Um, 15 Ooh. points, two assists. He was five of nine tonight. Three of six from the three-point line. Now, here's what I'm going to say first and foremost. Gary Harris, to me, is one of those players that is a litmus test for the offense. Not all the time, but I don't think it's surprising that as Jokic has rounded back into form, as the ball has gone through him more, now Gary Harris is starting to look back a little bit more. Because I don't think he's a creator. I think he's a finisher. And it also wasn't a coincidence that when
0: the Nuggets offense was at its worst this year, Gary Harris was as quiet as he's been
2: you know, for the last three years. That was not a coincidence either. And I think a, a lot of it this year has been a lack of conviction offensively for Gary. There's a lot of like dancing or, or second-guessing oh, himself. Yeah, 100%. Tonight there was conviction. I think two of those three Adams, he just pulled up because they went under on him.
1: Yes. Or they left him yes. alone.
2: And we talked about the importance of Murray doing that. It applies to Gary as well. He has to be willing and able to knock those down.
1: I actually think Gary only needs four shots in his arsenal. I know this is kind of harsh, but he needs the three when they go under. He needs when he gets all the way to the rim. He needs the foul line jump shot, and then he needs the backdoor cut. Like well, those and the, the four. floater. He doesn't he need the, the floater. floater. <laughs> no, no, cut that one out. He doesn't need the content, He doesn't need the step backs. He doesn't need those. Just I yeah. just don't know that the Nuggets' offense needs those ones. But Gary Harris starting to play a lot better. He had thirty-seven minutes tonight. And look, we give Tory Craig a ton of, of credit, and I think he deserves it. But Gary Harris has also guarded those two guys very, very well. Um, um, the Fiste Resistance. The what? This is the Fiste Resistance. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. Tonight, two for four. It's funny <laughs> what we're talking about ten minutes. Plus it was one. a very loud ten minutes. <laughs> uh, the crowd is ready. <laughs> the Nuggets, the Nuggets faithful are so ready. I for I think Michael the Porter's Nuggets team. locker room is ready. Will Barton's ready? Wow. Um, I do think um, it's interesting. Michael Porter Jr. is such a mixture of incredible and like so awful. I mean, the blow by where Carmelo tonight went right by him for an, an easy layup was. Almost laughable, but also laughable was him coming back and hitting a leaning out of bounds three pointer on the very next play. Yeah. Like MPJ, I just think that MPJ is going to be a huge roller coaster. I think there's going to be some nights that Nuggets might even lose games or be put in a hole because of him. But you know what? I just every time I see him, I think that guy is a player that needs to to grow for Nuggets to get where they need to go.
0: Here's the thing, man. Let me know if you would disagree with me, but. Michael Porter Jr. does he give the Nuggets a better chance or a worse chance to win a game if he's playing 15 minutes a night? Mm. Right, right now, now worse. worse. Yeah. Right now it is worse. Yeah. For sure. But it's a band-aid that has to be ripped off. Man. For sure. And what I think the Nuggets should do is they have eight of their the eight of these next 10 at home. Now 70 of these next nine, you ride Porter for these mm-hmm. next nine games at home against a lot of sub 500 teams. If he's good, you keep him in this thing. If he's bad, you find a different solution, but I mean these should be all these should be Porter's games. These next eight nine games, this is the time to see what he has.
1: There's also player I talk about this all the time about. There's some players that have grab like their reputation precedes them, and I think MPJ's game is so pretty and so smooth that whether he shoots forty percent or twenty percent, guys are just going to guard him because it just looks like oh, yeah. if you don't mm. guard him, you run him off the and line. And to me, that's half the value of shooting. Is that, will people guard you? And Jeremy Grant, as he's shooting lights out. I just don't think anybody's ever going to guard him.
2: And the spacing, we're talking about the spacing looking better for a
1: guy who still doesn't even know where to stand (laughs) offensively. It's natural. It's natural. Uh, MPJ, I just, you look at him and I'm not going to say he's a can't-miss player. I do think he's going to be a player very, very soon that... We are pulling our hair out repeatedly. He might have a lot of Carmelo Anthony in him. It's kind of funny. He referred to him tonight as one of his favorite players. Yeah. He might have a little bit of that in him where it's just like, dude, what are you doing? I I really think we'll get there. But
2: but there are going to just be these nights in, you know, I think in the early stages where it's like, ah, the bench doesn't have anything going tonight. And he's just instant offense. And, you know, Malone mentioned the lack of one-on-one breakdown type of guys on, on the roster in Boston. I mean, I don't know if MPJ is going to beat you off the dribble, but he cuts hard. He gets to the rim easily, and guys ha- and guys have to run him off the line. So uh, the, maybe the, you do need a player. The like running
1: that off there. the line is the big part because you're. I don't know that he's going to be beating guys one on one because sure, I just don't sure, think sure. his handles there. But he is going to make this defense a step further away for other guys to beat their guy off the dribble and a I little think bit. If he
2: pump fake beats you, he's going to drive hard and he gets to the rim quickly for guys. There's
1: that. a real player in there, but there's going to be some real growing pains. Another thing tonight, the starters did a. The, the, did Michael Malone a solid. They were up big in that first quarter, and it allowed a cushion. Because, actually, they kind of blew The second unit, actually, or Michael Porter Jr., kind of blew it a little yeah. bit in the first. They yeah. were up, like, 15, and then they were up, like, six. Yeah, he so was a
2: minus two after that. He,
1: he hit those threes.
0: He had that cool moment with Mello where Melo blows by him, and then Porter gets him back with a three on the other end. A little small forward of the past versus small forward of the future. Maybe. Yeah. Ooh. Um, But there was that. Something else I've always noticed about Porter, like, yeah, he's messed up a lot of play calls, but in a motion offense, when he's just cutting and reading and reacting, he's got really good basketball instincts. Agreed. And, um, you know, he hit those threes. He had a couple really bad defensive moments tonight. So I think I came out of the game thinking it was positive, like, just his night overall. But then what Michael Malone had to say after the game made me feel like his night was a bigger positive, I guess. Why? Because we were kind of wondering why malone pulled him you know in that second half there and we thought it might have been It came after that like weird where he threw it out of bat. It came right after yeah. and he
2: was upset he was being taken off the of floor. Yeah. But then
0: and, and Malone pretty much said after the game, like, you know, he, he loved all the shots he took and you know he's gonna keep playing them and letting him play through his mistakes. And, and I I thought it was a, a really encouraging and positive development.
2: And he said I didn't yank him because he made a mistake. Right, I wanted right. to get Craig in there to guard Lily. Yeah.
1: Which everything. I think is fair. I was upset at the time. I'm glad I didn't tweet it out, but because I do think that the defense of one to put craig on dame is like that's that's smart that was the right move after the game mpj here's one of my big questions i've had with malone's coaching this year and his handling of mpj is does mpj feel like malone has his back that's a different question than does malone have mpj's back because if you ask malone that he's like oh of course i got all my guys back but does mpj feel it and tonight he talked a little bit it gave little hints of like You know, Mm -hmm. Malone kept telling him, keep shooting, buddy. Like, he misses a three and a pull-up that you could call a questionable shot. He's like, keep letting it fly. It's
0: really important for Malone to be in MPJ's ear about that stuff. It's so important because he's a rookie. Agreed. And, you know,
2: he he knows he's he's on.
0: He knows he's been on a pretty relatively short leash the whole year. He's
1: thinking so much. that That's so big for Malone. I agree. It's,
2: It's important that they're on the same page.
1: And here's, an, here's another here's another one for you. I think Malone could probably do well to go to Nikola Jokic, to go to Jamal Murray and say, I think he's an important part of our team, but it's hard for me to play him when we're down. Because mm-hmm. I, there's something to telling Jokic, like, hey, I need a hard – if you go to Jokic and say, we need a hot start, or, like, I need you to be ready out the gate, like, it's like, okay, just one of those things you say that doesn't mean anything. But if you're like, hey, like – Playing MPJ when we have a 10 point lead is a lot easier than playing him when we're down four. And I'm yeah. worried that a 6 0 run is going to put us too far behind. Like, there's just something to that, that understanding that I tonight was the perfect opportunity to get him those minutes, and they were valuable minutes. And I mean, it's encouraging that
0: he's going to keep playing.
1: That, yeah, that's I think big. He is.
0: That's big because it was funny. Remember when Porter came off the floor and he looked pissed? Like, he looked like he was really upset with himself. His body language, him and Yoke are from the same body language yeah. tree. from the same clock. But yeah. well, I, I felt like after the game, he was, you know, in a
1: good mood and courage about his night. I do think we're going to have some rough nights, but I'll tell you what. He went two for four tonight, and I thought all four were in. <laughs> Don't you? I mean, I guess the one in the corner I didn't, went in. I, didn't I did think not think in. the pull-up in transition was Oh, I did. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> Perfect form. There's, and like he said... Here's the thing about being 6'10". If Gary Harris tries that move, a guy can close out to where it's contested. That pull-up three, he was right. The guy was sagging off, and it doesn't even look like a guy's contesting him. I trust that he can make those enough to to shoot him. There's also
2: a dynamic of, like... I stopped thinking about is this a good shot? Is it good that he's with this lineup? It's just fun. It's, yeah, really it's fun, so fun to watch Michael Porter Jr it's play so basketball. I and like God I could them, this fan base use like see a little. I run a
1: couple things for him. They're just so he's not standing in the corner Tonight tonight they, they did actually run a couple actions yeah. for him. I'm maybe I'll highlight that in a future episode of What Makes This Play Great, some MPJ specials. But um yeah, uh he is exciting, and I do think it might take the whole year, and it might cost the Nuggets two, three spots in the stand. I, I don't think Denver can knock on wood. They're going I think they're gonna make the playoffs. Like this didn't, I mean, the dude, the teams in the like eight, nine, ten. They're league. gonna make the playoffs. So, would you rather have the two seed and Michael Porter Jr. show very marginal improvement, or the six seed? But Michael Porter Jr. has made it through at least most of the rough patch of his rookie season and is like starting to be a, a, an actual piece. Oh man, piece. the sixth seed. I, also, I mean, you're probably losing if you're a six but, seed. But here's this
2: is, I don't, Nuggets fans aren't going to want to hear this. Not if Porter's growing into himself. Yeah. <laughs> you're also, I, I don't know if Nuggets fans are going to hear this. You're not going to beat a healthy Lakers team. And like, I know.
1: With there's, Michael, you're not gonna Port, with Michael Porter, Porter Jr. You, you might.
2: No, but but that this is what I'm saying.
1: Bill,
2: so rip the band aid off, and maybe there's a version of as LeBron gets another year older, right, and all these teams just push their chips in the middle to make a run out of title, you're working with Jokic, Jamal, and
0: MPJ, and now you're cooking with Grease. See, but the beautiful thing is I think you can have both. I think you can have both. Because if they I I
1: actually agree if with they this.
0: trend on this direction and you're playing him. 15 to 20 minutes a game. Maybe, you know, over the second half of the season, he gets over 20 minutes a game. You could still win a lot of games. Yeah. You can still <laughs> rack up a ton of wins when he's out there, even if he's, you know, a minus when he's out there. You can still win a lot of I'm not, games. I'm
1: not going to lie. I do think playing Michael Porter Jr. a lot will cost the Nuggets two, three, four, four wins overall. Yeah. But, it, but just two, three, four wins to me is not, is, it's just worth it. It's and not
2: an 82-game season anymore, and those are not our words. Those are Michael Malone's words, and I think part of that has to include being willing and ready to drop some of those games for what's best long-term.
1: Now, Mike Porter Jr. just needs to uh, make the most of it when he gets in there. One last quick note: Will Barton tonight? We didn't even mention him, but he had 15 points, 11 rebounds, four assists. He irreplaceable, six, irreplaceable. Six of 12 from the field. Like, is Will Barton just going to average like eight rebounds a game this year? Is Will, <laughs> yes, yes, I actually think. <laughs> is so. Will
2: Barton the best Jokic player on the roster? Most consistent. Mm, yeah, most consistent. Yeah. He's who, the most I'm, consistent. I'm, and I'm not. Who, who's who's number two?
1: Gary Jamal. See? I think it's Jamal. I, and Jamal could be number one because his highs are higher. Like the Jamal yokish sure. two man game, yeah, its but skill is really set great.
2: match, skill set match. Take take talent and vacuum out of this, right? Um, this is kind of a trivial. It doesn't. It you, trivial. you get my point. It I is a little trivial,
1: but Will Barton's up there. I mean, well, there's just no. One of the questions people keep asking is about you know Gary Harris's value on this team, and could Will Barton slide over? And look. Gary Will Barton at the two is tall and long at the three, he's small, but mm-hmm. at the two, he's like a really tall six six, long, lanky. Like, I don't know, there's something to that. So, but Will Barton just he, his stat line tonight is just a perfect stat line 15 points, 11 rebounds, four assists. He did everything to 50% from the field, 50% from three, 50% from the free throw line. Okay, that
2: part's he's, not he's so the good. most versatile player on this roster,
1: and he's just been balling. It's been good ballin'. to see. And we barely mentioned him tonight, but because he has. He has been. It's weird to say. He's not always the thrill tonight. He was just like the steady. Yeah, back tonight home. he was will. Yeah, he was will. He was but that's what they needed. They need. They didn't need thrill tonight. They needed will. And he he delivered. So, really cool night. I'm I'm optimistic about the Nuggets. I really am. I, I said this on DNVR's podcast yesterday. I just they have an opportunity now with this homestand to really get going before they hit the rough patch. And there is a way this can break where the Nuggets go eight and two or maybe better. Over this stretch, and it's like, you know what? Now we're ready for the test.
0: I mean, get a load of this schedule. Versus the Thunder, versus the Knicks, versus. Thunder's tough. Thunder's tough. Versus the Magic, versus the Timberwolves. Then at the Lakers, at the Suns. Then versus the Pelicans, versus the Grizzlies, versus the Kings.
2: Eight and, eight and two?
1: Eight and two is so doable. I mean, I think seven and three are eight and two. They can
0: play B minus basketball and go to eight and two. I don't know these next time. I don't know about that.
1: I do. I um, a- they did it over the first. Ten games of the year. <laughs> Forgot, failed to mention this at the top of the hour, guys. But tomorrow, a live show in the winners' lounge. Our first, Man. our first ever live show from the winners' lounge at DNVR Studios, uh, one o'clock. If you want to send us a question on DNVR, if you're a subscriber, send it in the post on under podcast tab, Denver Nuggets podcast. Uh, right in the comment section. Those will get priority. Otherwise, you could send us stuff on Twitter, and we'll respond to it. But we'll uh, we'll answer all of your Nuggets questions. Have a little bit of fun. No DMBA show tomorrow. Very sad about that. But we'll try to have just as much fun. Um, Maybe we'll make Brendan wear a silly costume for a certain portion of it. I'm with it. (laughs) Thanks so much for tuning in, everybody. I'll see you next time.
0: Hey guys, before we get out of here, you may or may not know taking care of of your teeth is pretty important. Our friends at Green Mountain Dental Group are giving away a free Sonicare toothbrush. When you schedule a cleaning x-ray exam, that's right. You simply have to take care of your teeth for Green Mountain Dental Group to hand over a free Sonicare. Check them out today online or call 303-988-0711 to schedule your appointment today.